Welcome to Sounding Off with Kim Munson, our podcast, and I'm thrilled today to have as my guest Roger Edwards. He is running for the RTD board, District H. Uh, Roger Edwards, welcome to the podcast. Good morning. So tell us, tell me, why are you jumping into this race, Roger Edwards? Well, RTD is in a state of crisis right now, and I think if we're going to think about saving RTD and not allowing it to become a ward of the state, RTD's got to make some changes. And myself, I'm really the only candidate that has a career in transportation and logistics. And I think I can leverage that knowledge to help the board of directors perhaps push back against staff decisions that may not be in the best interest of the um, public who needs uh, public transportation. You know, it has been so interesting that many times I have seen that elected representatives, I no longer am going to use the word elected officials, they're representatives, and sometimes they look to bureaucratic staff to make the decisions instead of thinking about the decisions for the people that they represent. And I think, Roger Edwards, that everyday hardworking people, after this whole COVID-19 Wuhan virus reaction disruption, they're realizing that they need to be actively involved and know where their elected representatives stand on these particular issues. So tell us a little bit more. You said you've been in the uh, logistics business for a long time. Tell us about that. Well, I, prior to moving to Colorado, I was the corporate logistics manager for a large manufacturing company. We had 12 warehouses and 12 manufacturing locations across the United States. I managed the transportation for all of those installations, um, which amounted at that time to be about $150 million. Okay. It was a complex uh, 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 type of uh, uh, work. We, I managed the uh, truck, rail, intermodal, LTL. I even negotiated some rates on moving uh, industrial quantities of platinum in an armored car. Wow. <laughs> um, I did some investigation on uh, moving uh, oil by barge from uh, a, a domestic port, port to another domestic port. I've uh, worked with the uh, national railroads in developing uh, options to move unit trains of particular products. A unit train is 100 cars or more. So I've been involved in a lot of negotiation-type things and establishments of relationships that, that build those uh, uh, kinds of uh, uh, transportation uh, transportation efforts and to, to keep, it, keep it going for the, for the company. So you have how many uh, – now, how does this work? Is this a nonpartisan race, or how, how does that work exactly? Th this is a nonpartisan race. It, uh, there's, Which uh, basically means they just don't – you don't know where people kind of you – know, <laughs> You're not exactly. an R or a D or a uh, – A U or an I or an L. Or, or, yeah. So really, you know, when I thought about this, I thought, you know, this is really an exciting opportunity because it's a chance where you can – really focus on public policy with not a lot of the uh, political uh, types of arguments that, that go along with it. 
basically, being on the RTD board of directors is kind of like being a city council person. Very important. You know, you uh, you listen to what the staff comes up with. You may know something about it. You may not know much about it. Uh, they'll provide you generally with study material where you can try to educate yourself on it. But um, I think a lot of times what we see is that boards of directors like this who don't have a lot of knowledge just acquiesce to I've what seen the that. staff wants. I have seen that. And I think if you look at uh, if you look at some of the bios for our the the board of director uh, folks, a lot of them have experience in nonprofit organizations, and I think we can say that they have done their work, <laughs> done their work very well. <laughs> as far as our TD, uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we need we need experience, and we need somebody who will have the ability to say. Uh, that doesn't sound quite right here. Let's let's investigate this. Let's let's put this issue off until more information can be studied or brought forward to the board to make a decision. Uh, but uh, I'm not sure that's the way the board operates right now. Well, I served on city council for four years, and I understand exactly what you're saying. And what I learned is. Uh, Yes, staff will certainly present things, but it is very important to be reading all different kinds of different sources so that you get a complete picture and ask ask the question, staff works for you, you don't work for the staff. RTD is is in a very difficult situation with the COVID-19 Wuhan virus reaction disruption. A ridership is down significantly. Now, it is a taxing authority. And from what I've seen is there are entities out there that would love to get their hands kind of on RTD so that they could get their hands on that taxing authority. There is a sales tax that is instituted in the metro area that backfills the uh, you know the operations and the construction of RTD uh, because what people pay for their tickets does not even come close to actually what the cost of their ticket is, Roger Edwards, which I've always not liked that very much. <laughs> well, you're correct on that. Uh, and, you know, if, if you in your personal life had lost 40, 50, 60% of your income, you would be required to make some dramatic changes. And I think uh, probably what one of the things that we can expect is that RTD will come to the voters um, and ask for a tax increase. The other thing that is out there is that there are waivers on some items that do not uh, 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 require the RTD tax. In my field, uh, uh, commercial vehicles, uh, when I buy a truck, and I have seven of them right now, they're $150,000, $160,000 apiece. So right now, RTD waives that RTD tax on commercial vehicles. They could start going through that and, and eliminate those waivers. So if you're a, uh, if you're a truck dealership here in the uh, uh, Denver metro area, uh, or a trucking company, and all of a sudden you've got a 1% sales tax on $150,000, $60,000 vehicles, and you happen to have two or 300 of those in your fleet, it's a significant issue. And I think, you know... Now, I'm not thinking I, I like... Of course, I don't like government picking winners and losers, 
but that seems like that would ding, you know, these small businesses. And I don't like doing that very much. Well, of course it would. (laughs) That's uh, part of the issue here is that um, they were kind of forced into that, into waiving that tax because Colorado is one of the few states that that has sales tax on commercial vehicles. So if you're a trucking company located in Kansas, Missouri, Wyoming, uh, any of those other states, you can go out and buy these and not have to worry about sales tax. But in Colorado, you do. So those taxing authorities have waived those to try to increase their competitive uh, position with uh, operations. Because people would just states. go to another state to buy them. Absolutely, yes. Got it. Or they just it. changed their office. They'd... So do you? does this mean that you think that, uh, I mean, are people talking about taking away that waiver or what, what's on the table? I, ha- I, I don't know that they're talking about it, but you can be assured that, uh, uh, you know, money is grease. <laughs> when there's lots of it, it, there's not a lot of squeaking going on. Mm-hmm. Once it gets tight, people are going to start saying, what can we do to increase our revenue for our operation, organization, or whatever it is? So, and they're going to start looking at those things that they have previously exempted for whatever reason and see if maybe they can claw those back and and uh, uh, put that back into the revenue of the organization. Would you protect that waiver? Absolutely. I mean, you know, trucking is one of the uh, uh, largest enterprises, largest uh uh, efforts in in America, and uh, it's what gets our goods and services. Right. You know, during the Wuhan virus, yeah. COVID disruption, when the cupboards were a little bit bare, mm-hmm. we realized you know, our truckers that get products from point A to point B. When I see them going down the road, or when I see them going over, you know, I seventy up in the mountains, it's like my hats off to them mm-hmm. for because I am so grateful for getting those goods and services. So this would actually make it more expensive to get goods and services around Colorado for these truckers. It it would make it uh, a a lot more expensive. And, you know, sometimes, you know, I classify myself as a small business person. And uh, a lot of people think that, uh, you know, if you have a business, you go to sleep every night on a mattress full of cash. It's not that way. No, it's not. (laughs) It's not that way. We struggle every day to make sure that, we're doing the right things to try to eliminate waste and and extra movements and and things that don't yield value to the to the company or to our customers or to our shippers and, and those kinds of things. So we have to watch those and and to put a, another one uh, percent uh, on the purchase of, of new trucks. Um, you know, the, the, a lot of those organizations would just change their headquarters. Mm-hmm. They'd go to someplace else. I faced this same issue with Douglas County. Douglas County um, didn't allow, or Douglas County charged sales tax on commercial vehicles. The RTD tax was waived, but I went to the commissioners. I said, if if you can't come up with a way to harmonize the tax associated with with commercial vehicles, then I'm going to move my company to a different state. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the great thing about free. And that's the great thing about the federal government model that we have. And federal actually means that each of the states can make their decisions right. so that we have these 50 different states that are making different decisions on these things and that people can actually move to other states. What we're seeing, and I find it very interesting, Roger Edwards, 
who is running for RTD Board District H, is that we are seeing people in these high-tax states. Even Democrats and Republicans are leaving those states. Democrats uh, like taxes only, but they like the other person to pay taxes. And I'm giving you generalities. Republicans typically want lower taxes across the board. But my point is, is individually, people like to keep their taxes as low as possible. And we're going to see all kinds of different entities coming to the... Sorry, let me shut this up. Okay. There we go. Uh, so we're going to see all kinds of different entities that are going to, governmental entities that are going to be asking for more money. Uh, you know, everyday hardworking people, these small businesses, many of them have closed. They're trying to get reopened. They are struggling. The last thing we need to do is to increase their taxes. We need people, businessmen and women that can look at these issues, tighten belts, make good decisions uh, on this. So let's talk a little bit more. Tell me about, uh, you know, who else is in the race? You have two opponents, correct? Correct. It's a three-person race. Myself, uh, the incumbent who uh, has been in for four years and uh, had actually held the chairman of the board position, and a uh, another young uh, activist lady who is uh, running. Now, you said that she is an eMERGE um, graduate, correct? That's what uh, I see from her bio, yes. Okay. Yes, and I want to explain eMERGE uh, just a little bit. This is a Hillary Clinton um, very progressive group that is, uh, and they're, they're well-funded, and they train their candidates. They set them up with sleek websites. Uh, they train them on what to say, what not to say in front of different groups, so you typically don't get the full story. And then they also connect them with donors. And uh, But the agenda is, is basically moving towards socialism, socialist policies, and uh, so that is the woman in the race is an eMERGE candidate, and I just think it's important uh, to explain that. And the Democrat Party, these Democrats of this eMERGE group, these are not the Democrats of JFK. These are moving towards socialism and uh, more and more control of your life. So that's important to make that distinction. Uh, and then you mentioned the uh, other candidate has been on the board, and uh, RTD could probably use some fresh blood. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know, the the part that, that you know, R, RTD is going to have to, to take a deep, long, um, agonizing look at their mission and what it is that they should be doing in order to survive. And you know, when you get on the board or, you know, any other thing, you, you want to, you want to expand your agenda. You want to move forward doing this. You want to add that program. I don't think that's where RTD needs to be if they want to survive. They need to figure out what their mission is going to be. And as far as I can tell, their mission is public transportation. That's exactly what they should be working on, public transportation, transportation that gets people to work. 
I rode the bus uh, 50, 60 years ago. We had trolleys and that electric <laughs> thing. And, uh, we're being, oh, electricity, <laughs> not horses, huh? <laughs> right, right. And uh, being mischievous kids, we would throw things up on the wire so when they came through, they'd uh, derail the trolley. And so, like, You just, probably yeah, shouldn't yeah, have mentioned yeah, that, you know? <laughs> yeah, just gotta, I'll, I'll probably uh-huh. uh, get the date for that. <laughs> but public transportation has been around in America for a, a long time, and it's a valuable uh, it's a, a, a valuable function, but w- just like any piece of government, it tends to grow and grow and grow and grow. We can't grow anymore. Uh, actually, we gotta th- we, we're going to have to think about the things that we can't do and, and uh, push those aside. And the things that we can do, we have to improve how we do them, and we do them, do them well. Okay. So you think that there may be a question at some point in time to increase the sales tax uh, for RTD. And, and I must mention, an, a sales tax is a regressive tax because it really affects uh, those on the lower spectrum of the economic scale more because they are paying more in taxes in relative to their income versus someone else. So that is a regressive tax. Where would you stand on asking for a tax increase? I, I, uh, I would oppose any tax increase. I think one of the things that RTD and, and that would be my main focus if I were to be uh, fortunate enough to be elected to the board would to be to implement modern methods of management like Six Sigma and continuous quality improvement. Myself, I've, I've been trained. Uh, I'm a Six Sigma green belt. Now, uh, what is that exactly? Well, Six Sigma is, is a management philosophy. And basically, it builds on continuous quality improvement, which examines processes at every level, and it eliminates the waste rework and inspection associated with processes. And it, I've seen what it did in the organization that I, you know, that I, that I govern in transportation. It's, it saves millions and millions of dollars, depending on the size of, of your organization. You know, every. Uh, uh, organization uh, will uh, they'll say we are data driven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, every process uh, uh, generates data, mm-hmm. and that process may not be a very good. It could be garbage process. in, garbage yeah, out. Absolutely. And uh, I got a briefing packet from uh, the RTD for uh, candidates and board of directors. Seventy-two pages of organizational charts for RTD. Oh, <laughs> perhaps that could be simplified, huh? Uh, how many silos of management do you think is associated with RTD? So you've got you've got a you've got all these different functions that I, that I, if it's just like any other organization, they work for themselves, and not and a lot of times to the detriment of other silos in the organization. And there Six may be. Sigma. Re- Brings all this together, and there might be redundancy as well. Absolutely, yeah, and yeah. It, it it focuses the it focuses the organization on how to accomplish their mission. So, modern methods of management would be what I would want to bring to the board of directors and to the staff of RTD, and our the new um, lady who is uh, we assume is going to take th- this position. Um, the executive director, executive position. director. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she's mentioned 
about right-sizing the organization, whatever right-sizing mm-hmm. might, yeah. might mean. But it's not necessarily it's about right-sizing. It's, it's about bringing the organization into harmony to accomplish the mission that you want accomplished. Seems to make sense. It seems to make sense. So, so Roger Edwards... Now, we were in Liberty Toastmasters together, and I just realized I used that filler so. That's my favorite so these days. What else should people know about you? I know that you say on your flyer, you say, save RTD, principled oversight, not a rubber stamp. I like that. We've had too many rubber stamps throughout government. Uh, and I know I know you, and I know that you are principled. I know that you care deeply about well, our fellow you. man, uh, and uh, you're a Vietnam veteran. I, I, you know, I interview a number of veterans for my veterans uh, show, and and one of the veterans from uh, Korea said, "People come up and say thank you for my freedom," and he says, "You know what?" Or so, thank you for my service, and he says, "Just just say thank you for my freedom." So I do want to say thank you for my freedom. I really appreciate that. What is? Uh, have we pretty well covered everything? Is there some other things that you'd like to bring forward? Well, I, I think we've uh, pretty well covered everything. You know, at the uh, um, these types of our uh, campaigns, uh, um, a nonpartisan campaign, the the RTD board of director pay is a thousand dollars a month, and in, and in the in the uh, commentary when they they sent the packet out, they had a video presentation. And they said, uh, as a board of directors, you can expect to expend at least 20 hours a week working on It'll board, be more than that. Board of director. So that, I, I don't think that even reaches minimum wage. It, I was pretty sure on, on when I was on city council that I was in the negative pretty much. But yet the executive director is close to $300,000 for the salary on that. Yes. Uh, somehow, uh, anyway, don't I, I won't go there on that. But but it is super important work. It is, and and that's you know I, I think I have a value. I think I have the experience uh, that others in this race, uh, the other my other two opponents don't have, and it it matters. It matters in these small. Races, or I shouldn't say small, but because this is a big these, budget, you're in charge of. Right? Yeah, it's close to a billion dollars. I think is is what it is. But you know, RTD is kind of an obscure race. It's an obscure elected position, and it really matters who you put in that position. So, what is your political party affiliation? I I, I classify myself as a conservative. And right now, as a conservative, your only home is in the Republican Party. So. Uh, and conservative, uh, I, it's the word conservative has gotten a bad rap, and I think that's by design. But what it's, in politics, it's gotten a bad rap. But if you want to conserve any place else out there, you know, it, it's a word that the left appreciates. But conservative, what that means is conserving these ideas of our founding principles that all men are created equal, and that we should have these. Uh, we have these rights created from God of life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. That's what conservative means. It doesn't mean that we're trying to control other people's lives. You want to figure out who's trying to control other people's lives? Look at the Democrat Party. So what about your opponents? Are, are you the only Republican in the race? Uh, the other two are uh, classify themselves as Democrats. Okay. Okay. So Roger Edwards, candidate for District H, RTD director, What's your final thought that you'd like to leave with our listeners on this podcast? One of the things I, I, I talk to people about is, is that it takes hundreds of congressmen, many senators, 
and a president of the United States to change your taxes and fees. It only takes eight RTD directors to do the same. It matters who you vote for. Uh, it does matter. So how can people get more information about you? Uh, we have a website out there, and it is uh, representthedistrict.com, and I'm on Facebook at uh, Roger Edwards for RTD. Okay, so again, that is representthedistrict.com, uh, which is your website. I am recommending that people adopt a candidate, and that would mean helping with uh, either funding or walking neighborhoods, making phone calls. And I imagine you're pretty adoptable, aren't you? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm house trained. So. <laughs> Are you okay? Good, Roger. The, Ed- the other thing is, is that you know, uh, the, since it's an obscure office, it doesn't pay well. And if you want to run a campaign to try to do something, it's a uphill battle to try to get your name out there in the public. So any donation that uh, uh, people uh, feel. Uh, um, they'd like to make is, is certainly, certainly appreciated. And there's a donate button on the website that you can go and. And with your business experience, I'm pretty sure you can stretch that dollar. <laughs> I'll match every donation that there is, unless it's $10 million. And then, oh, okay. <laughs> but I'll, you'll take that anyway. Well, yeah, that's another thing that's really screwball. You know, you can give, uh, I think, uh, for a U.S. representative, the maximum you can give is like $2,600. Uh, for a state office, uh, the maximum is what, five? Four, 400 I think. $400. You know what the, the limit is for RTD? No limit, right? There's none. Yeah. You can give me a million dollars. <laughs> Do you not think that that's a little bit of a loophole in this whole... Ca- Actually, I, I don't really like campaign finance limits because I think it limits speech. But once again, this is a way that um, people can create a war chest, mm-hmm. if you will, for other offices. So that's an interesting point. The, the, the other thing that I think it's important for listeners to understand is that uh, in June, Governor Polis appointed a special commission to look into RTD. Now, to me, that is a profound rebuke of the current and previous board's oversight uh, capability and what they've been able to do. But one of the things that uh, the governor also suggested is to put a limit on on the contributions to RTD directors. But right now, it is unlimited, and I'll take a $10 million sure. Of course, with Governor Polis, he likes limits on everybody else because he, what, he has put $20 million into his governor's race. So Maybe we, we need to address that maybe on a different conversation. <laughs> so, Roger Edwards, I so appreciate you joining me on this podcast. Thank you. Thank you. It's been an honor. Okay. And my friends, uh, God bless you and God bless America.